This is where the big boys play, huh? To, to doubt El Dandy, because this guy's a serious professional. Hold three, the moss-covered, three-handled family gradunzel. You there, sitting at home, acknowledge me. Your hosts, Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. We are three C T. Hello, everyone. Welcome to three C T. We are live June the 9th, twenty twenty two. We are glad to be back with you. We look a little different this week. Uh, we, we had to, we had to go to the bullpen early in this one. Um, but, uh, we are with you. We are glad to be with you and, uh, we hope you're having a good week. Uh, Devin and Scotty both joining us on the live feed. Give us a like and a share. Uh, if you're checking us out, thanks for tuning in, uh, guys. So we got, uh, we got Tim over here. How you doing? Boy, the internet, since Ryan isn't here... Uh, oh, no. Did he give you Mark's internet? He gave me his computer and Mark's internet oh, together. man. That's... I got a combo deal. But look at the beautiful piece of art that my my lady friend did yesterday. At, she, she, uh, she did that. She did this at uh, Painting with a Twist. All right. It looks good. So, yeah. All of the artsy-fartsy stuff. That's her. That's and not me, you. I'm the wrestle dad. I mean, that That's makes cool. sense. That makes sense. Uh, joining us uh, again, uh, he's back this week from the Take Three Wrestling Podcast. Big Mac, Big Mac, how we doing? How you doing? Uh, I would say I was early for my show, but that means I'd have to put up with a toolbox. And neither one of you are that, so I'm glad to be here. I don't have to deal with him tonight since he's out with. Uh, we're gonna call it a. Uh, load management uh to steal a line from the nba um other than that man i'm just glad to be here drinking a pineapple white claw uh it's kind of like not seven thousand degrees in florida so i'm recording outside so if you guys hear people driving around with the uh sds you know why for those of you at home that don't know i'll pull the boston line here and offend everybody early the small dick syndrome um so if you guys hear some loud revs you know why but otherwise we're here uh, gonna have some fun and uh Hell yeah, let's do this thing. There, there we go. I am, uh, I am doing well. We're glad to be here. So, um, it actually worked out, Mike, that that you are joining us because there's going to be a little bit of collabing. I believe is is that what the kids say these days uh, between us and uh, and Take Three here over the next I don't know month or so, probably something like that. Explain. 
about to drop a feature tag on on each other's shows for a little while. A little bit. Well, I mean, I'm always over there anyway, so we might as well all work together. Like, but okay, okay, here's the thing. WCW want to know about the third man. I just basically call you the fourth man of, of Take Three because I mean it's it's pretty accurate. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I'm gonna break this news to Tim because I don't think he listened to last week's show on our end. And if he did, then this isn't breaking news. Um. So the summer months seem to drag on a little bit. Not a ton going on in the wrestling landscape. You know, people are taking vacations, including half of the WWE roster. All right. Uh, there's this little thing floating around uh, the the AEW trios titles that you know we didn't get on last night's show, but we got another singles title. We'll probably touch on that at some point, so I'm not going to go on my dietary rant yet, but we'll get there. Yeah. Um. So I proposed to Jim on last week's show. I'm going to propose it to you here. The first uh, ever three CT take three bracket of fun and. I guess we're going to call it Doom because it's going to be a long one. Uh, what I want to do is I want to take the AEW's Trios tournament, the titles, and create a 32-team, two-show bracket. I want 3CT to have the left side of the bracket. I want Take 3 to have the right side of the bracket. Formulating into a Final Four show where we get as many of us from the two shows on a super pod, and we determine the 3CT Take 3 first ever AEW trios title champions. Okay. So the goal, the goal here, and I said this to Jim before you got on, uh, take trios from impact, new Japan and AEW. Those are the three shows that I'm going to limit it to. We'll take 32 teams. You guys come up with 16. Us at take three. will come up with 16. We'll seed them. You guys will take the left side of the bracket. We'll take the right side of the bracket. You guys do a thing where you guys vote on them between the five of you to see who advances through the bracket into your final four. We'll do it on our show, advancing to the final four before we get to the final, the final super. Uh, basically, the NCAA final four where we get a lot of people together. We 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 we, we paint some signs, you know, get some streamers, <laughs> you know, shit like that, and have some fun with it. So here's my question, and I'm Ooh, a, like I'm this. a I'm a tournament mark myself. Yeah, this is I, right I in Tim's wheelhouse. Yeah, this is it's, right in uh, Tim's wheelhouse. This is me. This is me. Anything that involves a draft or a tournament, uh, let's me. go. Um, so we're not doubling up teams, are we? No, no. We're coming up with thirty-two teams. When one man is off of the books, he's off the books completely. So then we need to do a draft show. We need to do a bracket show where yeah. we'll reveal the thirty-two teams. We'll bracketology this bitch, and we're gonna we're gonna run this whole thing out. Okay. Yeah, we can make this work. We can. And, make and here's work. the thing: if you guys want, because we're obviously gonna do our picks live on the show, it's gonna be a, a segment on our show for the leading weeks into it. Maybe it's an idea if you guys want to save that for the Tuesday pod rather than the live the live show. Nice little uh, nice little thing to lead with. Yeah, yeah. Then we go. baby. I love it. All I need from you, Jim, to be honest with you, from this is I need a Dick Vitale soundbite. It's awesome, baby. Oh yeah, we can make that happen. All, all I need is some Dicky V, super scintillating, sensational. You know, give give me all the bracket hype, and we're, we're gonna make this thing. Diaper roll. dandy. Yeah, I need all of them. 
Yeah, we can. We can. Oh, make that. we can make the that big happen. man. So you went away from the belt bracket. So my my thought process with the belt bracket is I need to see how many more horrible b- title belts AEW is going to come out with, so that we can give well, them. They, equal got, they got this one now too. Oh, say give them give them a couple more weeks. <laughs> I, I figured the trios one was a nice one because it hasn't been announced yet, so we can kind of morph that one. The, the the horrible looking title belts that's one that we can always pull out during the the winter months where we're kind of stagnant after after SummerSlam because you know nobody really gives a shit about Survivor Series anymore. So I just figured that we would we 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 can come back to that horrible title belt design one because that one is definitely coming up sooner rather than later. Yeah, the twenty four seven seven eleven title that that Jim so elegantly has on his shirt right now probably be in that bracket. It's, it's I don't think it's that bad. It, yeah, like if, if you're looking for like twenty four belts, that's probably got to be there somewhere. And I mean, I think the green the the, the green strap I think is what. What makes it actually worse? I was going to correct. If that was on a, a black strap or even like something like a blue, like a dark color, like that bright green. Like, it's not oh, even it's not even like a good green. Like I feel like like what? Braun Strowman's blood money belt. Like that was like, Ooh. I don't know. That was, a, that was like a brighter, like a Kelly green. This 24-7 title, it's somewhere <laughs> between like but, like Kentucky bluegrass and, and uh, like forest green. But red and blue make green. Yeah, I mean, I get it. You're right. I get it. You're, you're I'm right. I'm not saying your logic is is wrong, but I'll be damned if you're going to give WWE the credit for coming up with that as the reason why it's fucking green. <laughs> I don't there. care. I'm taking it. <laughs> That's it's, fine. I'll give you. I the just credit. loved it. I ain't giving them the credit. I just I loved it. The the faceplate looks like a diner logo. Yes. Open. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, it fits. <laughs> Hot and fresh, boys. Let's go. Love well, it. It's gonna be one of those. God damn it! Now I want diner food. You're right. I mean, let's be fair. When don't I want diner food? I was gonna say it's uh, it's day. Uh, it's about <laughs> like, eight o'clock. Yeah, I'm hungry. Yeah, if I'm if I'm awake, you could probably give me. You'd probably say diner, and I'm probably gonna go. So uh, before before we branch off, how do you feel about live golf? Um, I know you're a golf fan, and I know this isn't a golf show, but I have to touch on this because it started today, and then the PGA was like, we're suspending all of you idiots. Well, I mean, they, they did kind of call the PGA's bluff, so the PGA had to do what they had to do. Um, I, the presentation was a little different. Um, I thought it was a little boring, but it's their first one. Um, wasn't bad. I mean, you have some of the best golfers in the world, so, you know. You're- I just... I got very confused when they were like, oh, yeah, this team is shooting nine under. And I'm like, how did you come up with the teams? Like, who the fuck are on the teams? Yeah. Well, that's what I was trying to figure out when they were showing the leaderboard and it has the little graphics next to it. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't do any fucking draft. They didn't do bracketology. Yeah, they didn't They didn't Bastards. explain shit. It's, I mean, it's kind of like AEW's commentary. So, you know, it it, it all works out. Um Which is convenient. It brings it uh, brings us back to the uh, to the wrestling world. But uh yeah, let's let's kick it off uh, with this. On this day. We uh, we are looking, of course, today is June the 9th in pro wrestling history. We had uh, two birthdays today. Uh, Dan the Beast Severn was born today, 1958, and uh, Tay Conti was born today in uh, 1995. On this day. Yes, Tim. Did I get a date also, wrong? Maybe not. No, but. You're not going to cover it, and I got to get it in here. Happy 
six or nine day, Ryusuke Taguchi, Taguchi, the 69th New Japan Junior Champion, 69th Junior Tag Champion, Mr. Six or Nine, Taguchi Japan. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Wrestling. Uh, all right. On this day. 1989 in Dallas, Texas, Jeff Jarrett and Mil Mascaris defeat Super Zodiac 2 and Cactus Jack to win the world-class tag team titles. On this day. 1991, the Herb Abrams version of the Universal Wrestling Federation held their first and only pay-per-view event, uh, the UWF Beach Brawl at the Manatee Civic Center in Palmetto, Florida, in front of less than 600 fans, and it did a uh, 0.1 buy rate. Uh, the show lasted less than two hours. It featured one dark match, eight main card matches, and in the main event, Steve Williams, the Dr. Death variety, not the Stone Cold variety, uh, defeated Bam Bam Bigelow in the uh, tournament final for the inaugural UWF Sports Channel Television Championship. On this day. 1994, the WWF holds its first ever Hall of Fame induction ceremony at Baltimore, Maryland's Omni Inner Harbor International Hotel. The Hall of Fame uh, had been created the previous year with Andre the Giant as the inaugural inductee. The event was never released, although highlights and clips have been shown on WWE TV and classics on demand. The 1994 class was classy F Freddie Blassie, Bobo Brazil, James Dudley, Gorilla Monsoon, Arnold Scotland, the original Dudley, the original Dudley, uh, Buddy Rogers, and Chief J Strongbow. On this day. And in 1997, the Monday Night War continued on with WWF. That was loud. Uh, the Monday Night War continued on with uh, Raw is War and Monday Nitro taking place a mere 100 miles apart. Um, fresh off the King of the Ring pay-per-view, uh, Raw was in Hartford, Connecticut, posted a 2.2 rating uh, with the show featuring a main event of Mankind defeating Brian Pillman by DQ. Nitro took the night with a 3.4 rating. Uh, for their show in Boston, Massachusetts, featuring uh, Jeff Jarrett winning the WCW United States Heavyweight title from Dean Malenko. And those were the events that occurred. On this day. June the 9th in pro wrestling history. Big Mac, is that a question? Right. Uh, well, I have another thing that happened on this day in professional wrestling. It happened today. Um, because of the great thing floating around about uh, the show at Atlantic City with uh, Seth Franklin Rollins. Uh, he officially changed his Twitter name to Are you Seth serious? Franklin Rollins. So uh, kudos to kudos for trolling everyone. Kudos. Uh, Jason says, I've not been here uh, live in a while. Did some people get fired? Not not today. Not today, uh, Jason. No, see, see, I'm what you like to call the COVID replacement. I'm the MLB version, like, hey, you know, this guy's going to be out for a couple days. We need you just to plug in for a minute or two. So I'm just here for a little bit. We make a call to the pen. We just make a call uh, to the pen. Yeah. Um, now, so Ryan. Sure uh, make that phone call next week. Ryan is on vacation. Matt is a good dad. And intern, I don't even know. Did, maybe intern Mark did get fired. I don't know. <laughs> we haven't heard from Mark in a while, so. We we hope that he's okay. I, I I did read something on the Facebook about him potentially house sitting for bottle caps and uh, yuhus. You know, yeah. I mean, for Matt, something like that. Something like that. Maybe he's just waiting for Matt to leave so he has good internet. He's just, he's just he's hanging out in the bushes. He's just he's just waiting 
for the has he left yet? He is waiting for his opportunity. Um, all right, let's uh, go to this past weekend. This past Sunday uh, was WWE Hell in a Cell um, premium live event. Uh, why don't we do kind of like we did last week? I thought that you know that was a good way to um, kind of work through the card and, and kind of rate the matches as we go. If there's anything that um, there's anything that that we want to talk specifically about with a certain match, feel free. Uh, Devin says he did not see Mark at Hershey Park, so he's not there. So good God, Mark might actually be in trouble uh, if he is not uh, at Hershey Park. Somebody send some smoke signals. <laughs> yeah. um, somebody check help the 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 big pit in Hillbilly's basement, please. Uh, um, Mark may be in there. Um, but what we've been doing uh, the last few pay-per-views and premium live events is we've been doing um, PLE main event, mid-card kickoff show. So if you think a match was must-see, uh, if you like, again, if you are a, a listener of Tim and Marcus's viewers' choice, you might recognize a few of these terms. Uh, but if you think something is must-see, put that in the main event. Uh, if you think something is, uh, you know absolutely passable you do not need to watch uh this is a must skip you can put that kickoff show uh if it's something that you're like hey this was all right uh you can use your discretion to decide if you want to watch it or not throw that in the mid card and uh and and that's where uh, that's where those will live uh so let's start with the opener the triple threat match for the raw women's title bianca belair defends and uh retains the title defeating uh oscar and becky lynch i believe it was uh, Asuka that ended up eating the pin in that one, if uh, memory serves, um, as uh, Bianca threw Becky Lynch to the outside. Uh, I enjoyed this. I thought it was a, I thought it was a well done um, triple threat match. I thought it was a, a good way to start the show. Um, so I'm going to go main event uh, with this one, Tim. Main event. It's uh, it's a really heckin' good triple threat match. Um, all three ladies uh, held their own for sure. Big Mac. Yeah, I'm in the main event category as well. Great opener, uh, great way to start the show. Um, I was kind of thinking that they may do something crazy and open with uh, Judgment Day versus uh, whatever the hell you want to call the now non-existent faction between AJ and Finn or whatever. The but, two uh, sweeties. The two sweeties. Uh, that's why he left the two sweeties because that game was awful. He's like, I'm, he's like, out, yeah, I'm, I'm out. out. He's like, you know um, what? I'm gonna yeah, go. Yeah, jo- I'm, I'm gonna go join a cult now. I'm uh, this name stinks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna join a cult and then kick out the leader of said cult. Yeah, I mean that was the thing that happened. Uh, I don't think anybody, uh, I don't think anybody saw that one coming. Uh, Devin said the opener. He would put that in the main event uh, as well. Uh, and we got a two on two on one handicap match. Uh, you had uh, Mr. Lashley. Bobby! Bobby! Um, defeating Omus and MVP by submission. Um, I mean, the match wasn't terrible. It, it was fun. I don't think it's must-see. I'll throw this one in the mid-card. It was eight minutes. You, 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 could, you could watch worse matches for eight minutes. Uh, Big Mac. They almost got away with putting this match on the mid-card, but I'm definitely going with the kickoff show. <laughs> Damn. Um, I am going kickoff. Bobby Lashley celebration at the end of the match is enough to put it in the mid card for me. Bobby. 
right. All right. Yeah, I mean, like I said, eight minutes in and out pretty quick. Bobby! Bobby! Uh, Devin has mid-card on that one. Uh, Kevin Owens defeating Ezekiel by pinfall. Uh, nine minutes and 20 seconds. Um, again, fun. Nine minutes. Um, nothing terrible. Nothing uh, Nothing that I, I would deem this must-watch for. Although Kevin still hasn't proven that... Uh, that 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 he is not uh, that he is not Elias, but uh, I'll go mid card. I've enjoyed this feud, uh, Tim. Kick it off. Yeah, it just I, the storyline's there, but I don't really care for it. I'm not bought into it. Kick off for me. All right, uh, Big Mac. Oh, I mean, if I put the Omos Lashley clusterfuck in the kickoff, I have to put this in the kickoff because at least. The Lashley almost thing has been building since WrestleMania. I do like what they're doing, um, but a lot. Uh, sorry, Ezekiel's offense is very uh, <laughs> and uh, it's like, wow, can we make this guy any more vanilla? Uh, so it's like, yeah, let's go for it. Let's but I mean, like it's on. it is on purpose. Like I mean, it's he's intentionally. Oh, I'm a, I, I'm aware. Okay, but like every once in a while, you have to throw out that like. Oh crap! This guy can actually do like a Huna and Kunrana. Nope, we're just gonna like kick, body slam, slap. <laughs> no, I'm good. Uh, uh, it's it's fun. It's fun to see what they're doing. Um, I love what they're doing with Owens, but I just feel someone of his caliber when you're grasping for guys to be in the main event picture, and instead one of your best guys is talking about how someone is not someone. Uh, Devin has kickoff for that one. Jason has this mat or says this match should have been in the AEW media scrum. I don't think any, I don't think any match deserves that fate. Oh God! <laughs> then we go uh, the six person mixed tag. We had the Judgment Day defeating the two Sweeties. Uh, Sixteen minutes. Again, I, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. I, I go I go I go mid card on this one. Uh, Big Mac. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go mid card. Uh, I thought the match was was fun for what it was. Um, I have bigger concerns, and I've voiced this in the group chat that we have with uh, Toolbox and Joe uh, about how I feel that now that Edge is no longer the mouthpiece and leader of, uh, I don't even call him Judgment Day anymore. I'm gonna call him Resurrection. I'm gonna pick another random fucking pay per view and just change their name. Um. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to go with his erection. Um, Finn Balor sometimes talks like he has marbles in his mouth. <laughs> Damian Priest has never sold me on ever being good as a as a mouthpiece. Uh, and Rhea Ripley is Rhea Ripley. Um, I don't think they're going to let her be the mouthpiece, even though I think she can cut good promos. So I'm concerned with moving forward on his erection, Judgment Day, Judgment Day, his erection. Um, so, but yeah, the match was fun. I liked what it did. Uh, we'll see what happens with this moving forward, though. Yeah, I'm. I, I will. I will pass judgment. Pun intended. Um, once I see how the the group uh-huh. <laughs> continues uh, to uh, to shake out next week, uh, Tim. Um, this is mid card for me. I thought it was a really good uh, six person tag. Um, I'm actually here for Finn being the new de facto leader of the Judgment Day. Um. It gets Edge off TV for a little bit. It elevates Finn Balor in such a way that he absolutely needs. He's been lingering around the U.S. title. And now 
being able to usurp Edge. Um, it's a really good look. So um, I'm here for it, but the match itself, mid-card, nothing to write home about, but solid. Yeah, Devin and Jason say uh, mid-card as well. Then we go to Madcap Moss defeating Happy Corbin uh, by pinfall in the no-holds-barred match. Uh, again, I'm putting this in the mid-card. Like, um, Madcap uh, has a new look, a little bit new feel to him. They got to... They got to do a little bit more color than just black on the gear, though. He looks like creator wrestler number seven. Um, but, uh, I mean, again, you know how good Happy Corbin is? He got Madcap Moss over. So I'm going to go mid-card. Tim? Um, mid-card. It's low mid-card. Like, yeah, it's 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 like second, third match. Off. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's second match of the night sort of a deal. Yeah. Uh, Big Mac. Yeah, I'm I'm on the mid card train as well. Um, this this storyline I feel like got over a little bit better than the almost Bobby Lashley one, um, so that's why I kind of have it ahead. Uh, good match. Um, good. I mean, Corbin Corbin being able to get Madcap Mansoor, um, you know, over. I mean, what 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 more can we ask for the guy? I mean, just be happy. Exactly. Uh, Devin says kickoff uh, for that one. Uh, theory. Defeats Mustafa Ali um, for to uh, retain the U.S. title. Um, look, I know people are mad that that Mustafa didn't win, um, but the minute they started invoking John Cena and Theory calling each other out on social media and whatnot, nobody should have been surprised by this result. Nobody. Um, the match itself really didn't do anything for me this is the only one i'm putting in the uh in the kickoff show for the night uh tim um i wish they'd have pulled the trigger and put the title on on uh ali um even if you're going to flip it back on raw give the fans in chicago something to be hype about and and put it on their hometown boy if only for a day um but with that said, I think this is a this is a kickoff match. Um, s similar styles didn't quite match up in this for me, um, but it could have been so much more too. Absolutely, big man. Did we did we have a category called AEW Media Scrum? Because yeah. this might be the one where I kind of lean towards that. I mean, that's fair. Um, Joe Lopez's favorite fucking man crush that he wants to lick all 39 of Austin Theory of Relativity's abs. Um, yeah, no, it didn't click. Uh, I do think Ali should have walked out with the title just to lose it the next night. I don't think Theory could ever be hurt by a loss right now because, hey, man, Theory lost the title. Yeah, but he also got Stone Cold centered by fucking Stone Cold. That's on his, true. Like, last night. So, I mean... <laughs> the guy has instant rub no matter what. Uh, if you're going to put him with Cena in some way, shape, or form over uh, the next week with Cena coming back for his anniversary, uh, him winning the title back the next the next night because Vince thought he got cheated in some way because the crooked ref of Chicago caused him to lose. I mean, the, the shit writes itself. I mean, the crowd would have popped out of its ass for Ali winning the title, and I think that would have been the big That would have been fun. Then uh, – and then listening to that god-awful fucking theme song that fucking Austin Theory has. A-Town down. Fuck! Um, Turn it down. <laughs> Devin had mid-card on this one. Uh, and then we go to the main event, Cody Rhodes defeating Seth freaking Rollins by pinfall. 
inside Frankie. Hell in a Cell. Um, if there was something higher than than main event, I would put this on there. WrestleMania main event, the main event of all main events. Um, this was spectacular. Uh, I, I mean, just a phenomenal match with two pros. The trust that that Cody and uh, you know put into Seth for this one. Um, nobody should ever shit talk Seth Rollins ever fucking ever. Um, he he's that good. Cody's that good. Uh, without a doubt, main event. Uh, big man. Uh, yeah, uh, definitely main event. Uh, peak main event. Like, uh, yeah, like you said, WrestleMania level. Um, you know, kudos to the guy with the purple arm. Um, looking like he just smuggled half a Barney into his fucking veins. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think the thing is, you give Cody all the credit in the world for for getting through that thing as hard as he was. It also says something about how good Seth Rollins is, though to take care of him in that bad of a match. I mean, I get it. It's not hell in the cell of the old where Shawn Michaels turns into a gusher and, and we got blood all over the place and fully being thrown off of it. But that thing, it still is rough on, on the human body. Um, and to have uh, a guy be able to take care of a guy who he knows going away for a little while uh, after that match is said and done. Um, kudos to, to Seth. Kudos to Cody. Uh, I don't know who the producer was, but kudos to them for, for getting uh, as much out of this match, knowing that Cody's going away as they could. Um, you know, 10 stars, thumbs ups, all that main event for sure. Definitely. Tim. Um, this is the most main event, main event that's ever main evented. Yeah. Um, let me look. I'm just doing a little bit of research. Um, what did, I can't tell what Meltzer gave it. Um, did he do ratings for? He usually does. We shall see. Uh... They'll come out soon. But if, if Meltzer doesn't give this five stars, he has no soul. Yeah, I'm I'm looking a couple of places. Uh, they don't have any ratings on them yet, so maybe, uh, maybe does the New Observer come out tomorrow? I have no clue even when those come out. I don't either. Um, so yeah, maybe those will come out. But yeah, if this thing's not five stars. Um, save your twelve ninety nine. Actually, give us your twelve ninety nine a month. <laughs> um, uh, Devin says main event of WrestleMania. Jason says this match made me forgive Cody for being a part of making AEW. Jeez. Wow. Um. Yeah, Devin also says Who these two. You, buddy? These two need <laughs> to main event a uh, WrestleMania for a world title. Um, that would be, uh, that would be fantastic. We'll get into, um, what how how Cody should uh how WWE should handle Cody on his return uh, a little bit later in the show. But real quick, let's go around. Um, what did you guys think of this show grade wise? I think it's a solid B. I think it was. You're in and out in about three hours. Um, you know, only one match for me went down in the uh, went down in the bad place, uh, so to speak. So uh, I'm fine with it. I think it's a B. Uh, Tim, I think it's a B too. I think you started off with an A plus and you ended with an A plus. Um, whatever's in the middle, it's okay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Big Mac. Um, so for those of you that don't know, uh, myself and Joe Lopez. 
are playing WWE 2K22 My GM mode on Twitch, which you can find twitch.tv slash you got burned. Um, basically, when you book the shows, the way they want you to book it is they want you to have a fucking banging opener, banging main event, and you can do whatever the fuck you want in the middle, and you're going to somehow have a great show. Uh, I feel like this is exactly what it was. Uh, come for the, the opener, you know, stay for the main event kind of thing. Um, going up against an NBA Finals game was probably going to be rough, but, you know, what can you do? Uh, great show. Uh, give it a solid B, closer to a B plus. All right, Devin, uh, Devin has it as a B as well. So that closes the book on WWE Hell in a Cell 2022 uh, as we head right into this. Since John Moxley, Cesaro, way before Gargano, there was Savage and Roddy and Saturdays on NBC. These five guys on Facebook are gonna take a hard look. Freak on Thursday brings to you the wrestler, wrestler, wrestler on the week. All right, we go to week number eight in our uh, year two of our standings. Uh, let's start off with the people's champ and you are looking at uh at the selector of the people's champ from now until forbidden door i believe will probably be the next time that we do a scorecards challenge um so i took home the big win and you know i was gonna go with cody rhodes uh for the gutsy performance not only on sunday night but then monday night on raw but then uh my colleagues tim and intern mark uh, reminded me of uh, the Maurice's attire um, on Monday Night Raw this week. Hold on, I think I think they need to vote for Maurice, not for Miz. Uh, no, 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 because Miz never loses, never lost, never lost, never, lost. never took I'm aware a loss. That he never loses, but more, but Maurice is the sword. <laughs> I mean, you're yeah, not, you're not wrong. If if Maurice is Excalibur, then Miz pulled it out of the stone. I think Miz put it in. I think she stone. Put, I was gonna say I think she pulled it out of the stone herself. <laughs> I, I, I mean, seven billion people in the world, and she picked the Miz. Mike, he ain't the never Miz, lost. He Miz ain't Zanin. never gonna lose. Nope. In the history hey, of wins, he will be one hundred percent. You can you can ask Jim. I agree with that every time. Jim, Jim, I'm the one that always agrees. Everybody else is like, oh, well, you know, there was that. No, shut the fuck up. Yeah, never nope, lost. never, never, never lost ever nope. once. Never happened. Never lost. So yeah, uh, the Miz is your uh, people's champ for the week. Um, so let's go to uh, let's go to the interns' picks. Big Mac, do you want to do the honors? Sure. Uh, for intern Mark this week, uh, at number five, uh, intern Mark select Carmelo Anthony, uh, one of the best small forwards <laughs> of all time. Uh, so, so, solid two way player, uh, has a good three, likes to take three to the dome. Uh, at number four, he has the band Creed. Um, with arms wide open. Um, at number three, for I, you know what? I didn't even watch fucking Raw. Uh, Dana Brooks on there. I don't fucking know, man. I got nothing. She, she uh, retained she, the twenty four seven title against the man Becky, Becky Lynch. Lynch. So I mean, that's a big. Thing. You lost me. At, see, you lost me because you said twenty four seven. I always claim it as twenty four seven seven eleven i ninety five Euro Continental Championship. You got to say the whole name, or I. Won't I, mean, I mean, we only have an hour here, Mike. It's like ADD. I just kind of tread <laughs> off. Uh, at two uh, for her win in the seventeen-year NXT Women's Breakout Tournament, Roxanne Perez. 
Uh, and at number one, uh, one eighth Barney, seven eighths, uh, the guy I have on my shirt right now, uh, the first ever mixed race father, the urban American dream, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tim, you want to give yours? I will. Uh, at number five, uh, Roxanne Perez uh, beating Tiffany Stratton for the breakout tournament for NXT. Number four, the Brothers Creed beating Pretty Deadly for the NXT Tag Team Champions. Yes, boy. Uh, that's right. Uh, number three, uh, winner of the match against the tournament, the Battle Royal winner to f- have the right to face either Goto or Tanahashi Man at uh, Forbidden Door. It's Jan Moxley. So we're getting Tanahashi uh, versus Moxley, right? Yeah, it's the way okay. it's going to be. Number two, uh, no love from anybody on this list for anything from Japan. Uh, not only has it done it one time, he's done it four times in a row. The winner of the best of the Super Juniors, Hiromu Takahashi. Welcome, and, welcome to my welcome to my help, Tim. <laughs> Japanese, Japanese wrestling is wrestling too. Joe, Joe knows Japanese wrestling and still won't vote for any of them. Here's I'm the deal, though, Mike. At least I'm honest about it. At least I say it's not for me. It's not. It's not my world. Uh, I don't. I don't watch it. Um, I don't disrespect it. I'm not like EJ sitting there and trying to go. Oh yeah, I know who so and so is. I you know I've watched that's it. That's true. You that's know what true. I mean. I'm at, he, I'm at least straightforward about it. That's why you're a valued member of the team, and Ernest is a fucking toolbox. That's the reason why. Uh, Snap on is his new name. <laughs> uh, feel better, EJ. And uh, number one, I got my narcotic, the American nightmare, Cody Rhodes. All right, then uh, let's go to Matt's picks. Big Mike, you want to go again? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Uh, so for some reason, uh, Carmelo Anthony is just the, uh, the, the hottest property here on, uh, ReCT as he comes in at number five. Um, cool. Love it. Gotta, gotta sign him in wherever the fuck he's at. I think Portland or whatever. Maybe he'll go back to the fucking Knicks and be useless. Uh, speaking of smoking, number four, the NXT women's champion, Mandy Rose. Uh, little known fact, she went to Iona. She also went to Iona, Joe Lopez. Uh, at number three is Seth Franklin Rollins. <laughs> I don't know who this freaking fellow is. Um, so it was a mistype. Care of Cody. Kudos for him taking care of uh, Cody. Uh, all seriousness. Uh, one of the best in-ring guys. Uh, shit. In years. Oh, I'm sorry. Please don't take offense, Draymond Green. My bad. Uh, number two, uh, the EST of the PhD of the LLC of the onomatopoeia of the world. Uh, she don't even go here. Bianca Belair. Uh, and at number one, again, one-eighth Barney, seven-eighths uh, Urban American Dream, uh, Cody Rhodes. All right, we will then go to me. I have at my number five, Seth Franklin Rollins, for uh, for the fine performance on Sunday night and uh, and then again Monday on Raw in that opening segment. Uh, my number four, uh, still your Raw women's champion, uh, Bianca Belair. Number three, we got some new NXT bioluminescent tag team champions uh creed they're doing their thing uh then uh carmelo anthony anthony makes it all the way to number two on my list and i don't even watch basketball uh and then number one uh is better than Ernest trying to say he's a hockey fan <laughs> you kidding 
Um, and uh, my number one, without question, with a bullet this week, is one part Barney, seven parts American Dream, baby, uh, is uh, Cody Rhodes. Uh, and then we'll go to Ryan, Big Mac. Go again. Yes. More. <laughs> All right. At number five, I have the best auto parts store in the world. Kyle O O O O'Reilly. O'Reilly. Wow. Uh, at number four, with arms wide open, I'm really mad that this title belts have not turned into paintballs. Uh, it's the Consequences Creed. Julius Creed, Brutus Creed, Apollo Creed, 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 Creed. I don't fucking know. I need a Creed, I need a Creed faction, and they can come out to a song from Creed. Fuck it, Creed Brothers. Can we get uh, Creed playing Living in America? That I'm was in. Apollo I'm Creed's in. music. I'm all in. Ship it, let's go. Uh, at number three, uh, top 15 all-time NBA great. Uh, he still does not have a NBA Finals ring yet, though. Uh, Carmelo Anthony, uh, Keys and peace to him. Hopefully, he comes back for another season. Uh, at number two, uh, yeah, the EST, the PhD, the LLC, the Onomatopoeia, whatever the fuck you want to call. Uh, great match uh, to start the show. Bianca Belair. Uh, yeah, we've talked about him all the time. He's probably obviously the number one wrestler in everybody's rankings uh, for this week. And if not, you guys are stupid. Yeah. Uh, one eighth Barney, seven eighths Urban American Dream. Yeah, if he's not your number one this week, you got it wrong. Uh, Tim, you want to give the um, the the results for the week sure do number five roxanne perez winning getting uh five points on the week uh it's a two-way tie for third carmelo hayes and the brothers creed uh both taking uh third place honors uh number two bianca belair the uh big the biggest the fastest the strongest the toughest the roughest the meanest the best uh your raw women's champion at two and then a clean sweep across the board Five first place votes for the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Absolutely. So a little bit of a uh, shake up, at least in the number two spot uh, for our overall standing. CM Punk still sits at number one after eight weeks with 20 points. Josh Alexander and Cody Rhodes now sits at number two, um, which uh, he will probably not move from that 18 point spot. Um, although I have, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to bet that Cody Rhodes moves above the 18 point spot before Josh Alexander does. Uh, Jay Briscoe and Mark Briscoe are now at number four, tied with 12 points. I, I feel like that's a challenge. Don't let me win uh, person of the week because now I will fuck you up. I mean, actually, I mean, I could make Cody move next week. So exactly. See, uh, yeah, exactly. So there we go. He may I, move. I hold, I hold the power uh, for the next few weeks. Uh, and then sitting at the number six spot, we have uh, Theory, Mercedes Martinez, Taya Valkyrie, Ronda Rousey, Jey Uso, Jimmy Uso, Adam Cole, and Wardlow's World. They have 10 points uh, on the year. So that closes up the book on week number eight. What? Yes, Big Mac. Um, does anyone know if Ronda Rousey's still alive? I haven't seen her in like weeks. Uh, you know, it's. It, I, I feel like every reigning and not defending champion on SmackDown has just been given the summer off. They're like Howard Stern, that everybody pays to see them, but, but the Usos are still there. But they take well, you know, nobody really pays to see the Usos. They're just there. All right. That leaves us with we at week number eight. Since John Moxley, Cesaro, way before Gargano, there was Savage and Roddy and Saturdays on NBC.
the three count question of the week. Uh, okay, so we found out last week on AEW Rampage that uh, CM Punk has a bad wheel. Uh, we know he had surgery yesterday. Uh, we don't know the exact extent of the injury because Dave Meltzer only tells us what he thinks. Um, but uh, AEW World Champion will not be defending uh, for the time being. AEW is in the process, uh, a convoluted process as it is, of crowning an interim uh, world champion. So so it kind of brought me to this question because this isn't the first time they've done it. We've seen it with uh, the TNT title. Uh, have they done it with the, the one of the women's titles? I feel like I can't remember they if they did. did it with the TNT. Okay, yeah, they did it with TNT. I couldn't the t- remember. The TNT is the only they didn't do it with the TBS because Jade's had it the entire yeah, time. Jade's had that the whole time. I couldn't remember if they did it with the women's title or the tag I titles. I don't think they did it with either one of the other titles. Okay, so they've only done TNT. it with TNT. Now they're doing it um, with the uh, with the world title. I feel like they probably would also have to do it again with the TNT title, but they're just swerving out of the fact that Scorpio Sky is hurt as well. Um but it brings us to the question: um, Are you are Scorpio, you a Scorpio Sky? You can get away with because you know them come out and let whoever yeah destroy yeah. Um, so it brings us to the question: Are you a fan of AEW using interim champions while a reigning champion uh, is unable to compete? Uh, does anybody want to kick us off? Tim. Yes. Okay. I will, and yes, I do. I love it. I'm. I'm. We have lived a life so far, in which, you know, title reigns are we 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 joke about vacant having so many title reigns of the WWE and how uh, how when a, a champion is hurt and then the title gets dropped when they come back. Oh, they're just automatically the de facto number one contender with interim titles. It makes sense. It keeps an importance on the champion while they're not there. That when they come back, you have a unification, one true champion. It, it makes it all perfect and relevant and whole. Okay. Uh, Big Mac. Uh, where I stand on the situation is, is we know that Tony Khan's going to fuck up the fact that when Phil from Chicago comes back, that he won't be the first person to fight for the title because, you know, his <laughs> rankings suck. Somehow, FTR, the number one ranked tag team, have been for like nine and a half weeks and are not involved in the fucking ladder match on next week's Road Ranger. But I digress. Um, yeah, I don't love the interim champion gimmick. Uh, I think it works for like UFC and fighting organizations because so-and-so has to pull out of the fight. You're now making whoever was supposed to face him versus the next guy up for the for the interim title knowing that your goal is that it's going to be when that guy comes back from being hurt will be about probably the same time that the winner of that match is medically cleared by the state of Las Vegas to fight again. It just kind of it becomes a car crash. It just makes perfect sense. Um, in professional wrestling, I don't think it works that well, just like his shitty ranking system. It hasn't worked. It was never going to work. Um and I think the same thing is happening here. I would much rather you just tell me, uh, Phil, uh, we love you. Go get taken care of. When you come back, you're uh, you're getting the, the shot at uh, 
whatever other random pay-per-view that they tend to have, but only say they do four a year at um, with New Japan somewhere in August or whatever before, or you put him on all out and that's when he comes back and he fights the champion then. Um, my bigger question here, though, um, when it comes to the interim title, how the hell is Adam Hangman Page not the guy that was supposed to fight whoever won the Battle Royal at the end of the night? The guy's the ex-fucking champion. Again, when the ranking system works, John Moxley's the number one contender. He gets the automatic buy to the singles match against whoever fights the Battle Royal. You mean when but they hey, when they just you, you mean when they just ignore like the rankings that originally came out last week when Punk became new champion and they just shoehorned Moxley in the top because they realized that people called them on it. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and like, I'm very interested. I'm very interested if you go back to the history of the rankings, if the former champion has automatically been the number one contender. I don't think so. Okay, so then there's precedent. So stop bitching about it. I mean, no, I, I, I just means the first of all the champions that wasn't automatically number one. That, okay, then you got a point, but you don't. That's fine. Okay, John Moxley. John Moxley lost at the same fucking show in a fucking tag match. How is he number one? He was not involved in the finish, and that is a tag match for singles rankings. Garbage. Garbage. Okay. I I, I also, I'm not sure how, because Wardlow had been ahead of Moxley. And and his excuse excuse is, I didn't want to fight unless Punk was the champion. Stupid. But they they should have at least put Wardlow, because, so... Wardlow beats MJF, wins his contract. No, the only the only made... singles work that Moxley did that week was he beat Daniel Garcia in the main event. I feel like that doesn't that that shouldn't get you to jump Wardlow, in my opinion. So like put Wardlow at one, put Moxley at two, and say Wardlow gives that excuse. I'm not I don't, I'm not going to hate on the the excuse. The the I actually it actually to me reinforces that the interim title is bullshit. Because he's like, I want to fight the actual champion, not the fake champion. Um, at least that's how I choose to view it, Tim. I know you but don't choose to view it. it's not a fake champion. No, it is. It got, to me, it is. <laughs> so, 100%. 100% there's fake. no difference between an interim champion and a world champion. It is the sure same there is. thing. Sure there is, because there's a word in front of it. It's called interim. It means you're not good enough to be the champion. It means that you're the champion in place of the current champion until they return. And that then means that you're not the champion they want. It means you are, you are, there is no, there is a dispute to the championship. It makes you the, whoever holds the title will be the person in line to face punk to earn the right to be the undisputed AEW world champion. It's no different than if a title goes vacant and then they fill it with somebody else. They're a paper champion because they never beat the actual champion for it. You have the same argument on both sides of this. Let's let's try not to to just do the same thing that we've done all the time in wrestling. Let's actually try to think about doing something different, unique, aside from just vacating titles and doing random tournaments and whatever. Like, but they're doing a random tournament. They made this into a tournament bracket. I wouldn't and call it, it a tournament. I, well, I mean, I, I won't even. I won't even use tournament. the word tournament. I don't know what. I don't know what word you want to use to describe the mess that was created uh, to determine the interim champion. I wouldn't necessarily use the word tournament, though. It, I mean, yeah, it, it's like tournament there's, adjacent. Playing there are there Hold are playing matches to if interim if interim champion 
is champion by proxy. If it has a bracket, it's tournament by proxy. You can't say it's not a tournament. That's all I'm going with. If you're gonna call a spade a spade on one end, so it was like a, it was it was a play-in battle fair. royal. Then there was a semifinal, and now there's a exactly. semifinal to in be Japan. Fair, I haven't seen the bracket. Uh, they have not shown the bracket because they were too busy oh, unveiling okay, the other bracket on. that they did. Hold on. Hold um, on. We're finding this bitch. I. And like I was discussing this with 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 Ryan when we were watching uh, Heck in a Sec on on Sunday is like, and I get it. You have a pay per view where you're combined AEW and New Japan, but I don't. I also don't get the, I don't get the the point besides the fact that it's a pay per view with New Japan of why there's two guys who are in New Japan that are competing. To potentially be the AEW champion. Because Tanahashi Man was supposed to fight Punk for the belt. Sorry, guy. Tough shit. I don't know. Like So now they're putting somebody in place of that. Is it is that actually from AEW? That 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 was the for those who are confused. AEW made a graphic of the bracket to clear up any confusion. All right. Well, it is a bracket. The goddamn tournament. It is a tournament. So they. Ha- so what you're saying is we they're running two tournaments at the same we time. A, we, so no. So it, it. This is the MLB playoff bracket. It's like, okay, you're the wild card team. You got to win the wild card game. You face the one seed. The two and the three seed are facing each other in the American League. You're trying to win the ALCS. You're trying to win the American League. Is what you're telling me. But hey, you still have the National League. Phil from Chicago, the Cubs fan, waiting for whoever wins the American League in the World Series. So basically, this is like the fucking baseball playoffs. I mean, here's the I, I will agree with you, Tim, that But how the but, but how the hell is your other match Hiroki Goto versus uh Tanahashi son? Like, just let it be Tanahashi. Right. If he was already going to be in that match, fuck? why does he have because, to wrestle to get into the match? Because you want equal stakes on both sides of the bracket. If then let him wrestle Will Ospreay. Ospreay. I don't know why he's is... wrestling a face. Why is he wrestling a face? He's wrestling someone who he's like in a stable with. This makes no fucking sense. Because stables are adjacent in New Japan. There's just people who they fight with. Fucking sense. You can't have him fight and choose Robinson or like Carl he's Anderson. Carl like, Anderson's bit. Well, the thing is, is that it's happening on the Dominion card, and the Dominion card's pretty much already set. So, Bring the... back Jushin Thunder Liger. <laughs> no. I love Liger. I do, too, but no. Um, I mean, just let him lose. Here... Uh, yeah. I, 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 I don't hate... Okay, so let, let's... I get the reason why it's doing something different to be different. I yes. get it. It's a tournament in a, in a, in a different format. I get it. Like fine, whatever. I just don't love the fact that you're having this match. I would have much rather have seen Kyle O'Reilly eliminate Adam hangman page. I would have much rather <laughs> Wardlow get cost his spot by Scorpio sky and Ethan Page with Dan Lambert to set up what you're going to branch those two guys into and to give Kyle even more of a fucking rocket ship 
to then get dwarfed by the guy that you have as the number one ranked guy and the guy who's probably going to walk out of Forbidden Door with the title, just being frank. Um, I, I just think that it just builds better for the way that they're going if those guys are at least involved in the match. I I think I I probably have more of an issue with the interim title thing because they literally did it with the TNT title when Cody was off for two weeks. Like, to me... So that, it's, was just them being, that was just them being stupid. Right. So, like, if this was the first time they did it, I would be like, okay, that that's kind of cool and different. Um, I don't, I still don't I still don't like the the journey that we're taking to get there, um, and I get that there was going to be a match between Punk and and Tanahashi at the pay per view. I still think it's kind of dumb that you have all of these guys that have never even sniffed a title match, and they still barely they didn't even really sniff the Battle Royal. But that's that's another issue in and of it uh, in and of itself. To me, like. I, I think it has more to do with the fact that like you did it for the silly two week break that Cody was on. You brought out a whole nother title. Then you had Dan Lambert wearing one of the interim titles and like you, you, you already kind of made it silly and now you're doing it with your world title. I think that's where I'm did, kind of finding the issue with it. Was, was Cody dinged up when they did that? Was there spears that Cody was going to be out longer than two weeks and they rushed into doing something I think stupid so. and had to back their way out of it? I think so, yeah. Because if, if that's because if that's the case, then that then my problem is more with the decision to do the TNT title and rush that. You know, Phil is going to be out an extended period yes. of time. Like, yes. like we know, put him on the shelf. We'll see you in, in a couple months. Fine. You've got to do something with the title belt because you're not letting him Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar this bitch and him not just be there. Obviously, interim tag. I don't love it. I would have much rather them just been like, thanks for the belt. You know, you're number one whenever you come back, et cetera, et cetera. And then, because it's kind of the same thing. So it's like, I more or less feel that when John Moxley wins the title at Forbidden Door and you hear Justin Roberts go, and new interim AEW world champion, I'm going to want to throw up in my popcorn bucket. Because it's <laughs> like, wow, way to really take away from that guy's moment. Your first ever two-time AEW world champion, and you're going to then use a loophole of it. Well, he's the interim champion, so it really doesn't count as a second title reign. But it will. No, you think it will. Don't worry. The guy booking this thing will do too much cocaine and either can completely forget about the first time he was champion or he'll say that he is the first interim champion ever. He will not put the two and two together. There's not enough cocaine in, ta in Jacksonville for me to think that he's going to get this motherfucker right. Trust me. Booker the year. I think it's more of lack of faith in the guy than Moxley or or what the their decision is. Um yeah it, it's again yeah I think I think it, it it has more to do with what I think the the stain quote unquote that 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 the of the TNT situation prior that is why I, I'm not really as in favor of the interim thing as as i probably would be if, if this would have been the first time that they busted it out you want to do it for a long-term injury or something like that and that gets the guy uh the match when he's healthy that that's fine i also think you could just you know put a little tournament together uh because that makes sense and uh crown a new champion and then literally when punk's healthy he gets to be the guy um 
but yeah, it's if they wouldn't have done it with the TNT title thing, I, I think I would have less of an issue with it. The problem, the big problem with all of it is the fact that it is taking place when Forbidden Door happens. Yeah. And they're pushed to have something for Forbidden Door. But I feel like, I mean, it's still it, technically an AEW pay per view. I feel like you could do the finals of a AEW World Championship tournament at that show, and you don't you don't have to have the New Japan guys involved in it. I I, I just but that's well, I, the entire point of the entire I, show. I get it, but then or, then you have to do or it. Tony Khan or Tony Khan could take the advice of yours truly and do a New Japan side of the bracket. And an AEW side of the bracket. You don't have the time, though, do you? And have that, and, and have whoever, and have whoever makes it out of the New Japan bracket wrestle whoever makes it out of the AEW bracket at a hyped up episode of Dynamite. When are you like? There, there are questions. <laughs> like, when are you going to get to that? How are you going to get to that? You literally um, just squeezed a Hiroki Goto Hiroshi Tanahashi match. On Dominion, pick that was two other going guys to happen the, anyways. Pick two other guys on that show and put them in the other semifinals. That's your New Japan half of the bracket. Your AEW half of the bracket is John Moxley versus somebody, Kyle O'Reilly versus somebody. You have those matches on Forbidden Door. Then it it, it just it, it morphs. It makes it where now it molds together. I'm pulling up the card right now for Dominion because 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 here's the thing: if you go. Tanahashi versus uh, Goto, Kyle O'Reilly versus uh, Ethan Page. We're, we're, I'm just throwing a name. Don't don't Spa- mm-hmm. space holder. Second half of the bracket, another match from Dominion versus John Moxley versus uh, fucking uh, Angelo Parker. So then you get Moxley versus the winner of the other New Japan match. So you have a New Japan versus AEW match at Forbidden Door. Tanahashi versus O'Reilly. You have an AEW New Japan match. And then on fucking Wednesday's episode of Dynamite, you have the two winner of the semifinals take like take each other on for the main event. Or you open the show at Forbidden Door with those two matches, and they fight later in the show for the world title. At least there's AEW and New Japan commingling leading to it. Not here's your New Japan half of the bracket, here's your AEW half of the bracket. Uh, the New Japan guy is 0-0 zero and zero in AEW and deserves to fight for the AEW interim title over anybody else signed to a contract. So here's here's the issue, okay? So here's yeah, the card Here's the card for Dominion. Okay. It's a six-man tag. Taguchi, Wado, and Tenzan versus Hanare, TJP, and Francesco Akira. It's right. Naito, Bushi, and Hiromu Takahashi versus... Bullet Club, Ishimori, El Fantasmo, Ace Austin. The only other singles match is Toru Yano versus Dot Gallows. So you want that to be the other half of the bracket? Because everything else, there's a six-man for the Never Open Weight title. There's a tag match for the IWGP belt. There's a King of the King of Pro Wrestling trophy match between Taka, uh, Shingo and Taichi. There's a never open weight title with Tama Tonga and Carl Anderson. There's a three way match that may not even happen with Juice, Sonata, and Will Ospreay. Where if Juice can't wrestle, Ace Austin's going to put his X Division title and his spot in Ultimate X on the line. And then it's Okada versus Switchblade. 
I would just I would just make the King of Pro Wrestling match a dual fucking match. You know, New Japan's not gonna do that, baby. <laughs> then I would move fucking Naito out of that fucking retarded ass six man tag match that he's involved in against somebody else. Especially if you're gonna put Ace Austin in that, because if Ace Austin goes to that, then that match now fucking basically dissipates. Because they're not gonna do a, uh, they're not gonna move somebody else into that match. No, I wouldn't put Doc Gallows versus fucking uh, Toru Yano as the other match. But hell, I would even consider putting the winner of the three-way for the IWGP US title, a title that's actually been defended on AEW television, as the other match. That's fair. I mean, at least at least there's something that you can go with. Rather than this match is already going to take place, so fuck it, we're adding this to it. And then you just have like, guys that have no AEW record fighting for your title. Well, I, and I you, get it. Hiroshi, Hiroshi yeah. Tanahashi, arguably one of the greatest, one of the best professional wrestlers ever. Not taken away from him. I get that's who it's probably going to end up being. But what I'm saying is, you sit here and you shove rankings and rankings and rankings, and Wardlow and Page aren't in the match. Obviously, Page wants Okada, which is probably going to be the Forbidden Door main event. Let's just call it as we see it. Fine. I said that to Jim. I said that, I think, on our show. I go, I don't think that CM Punk's having a 35-minute match with Kazuchika Okada. I thought it was going to be champion versus champion in, like, a showcase match. I didn't think it was going to be one of them wrestling for the other one's title, but I digress. So, again, I just think that there were other ways to make this more valuable for Forbidden Door, for the title, and for everybody involved. Well, I, and, I really yeah. feel like this is, like, Wow, we got three weeks. Let's throw this bitch at the wall and see if it sticks. Well, and it was it was a mess because you had Punk on a, in a in a promo, rambling on about how he wanted to forfeit and Tony wouldn't let him. And you had coming out of that, you had no clue what the situation was. Jericho says one thing on commentary. Uh, Excalibur yeah, screams. Excalibur screams another thing on commentary, and there was nothing from Tony or the official AEW account until the next day. When they realize nobody has a fucking clue what is going on, like you can, I, you can, you, you can crap on Vince McMahon and WWE explaining, over explaining everything, but there's there's a reason. There's a reason. Um, I just remember talking to you and literally being like, "Did he just say that there's no champ, but there is a champ?" And it's well, yeah, because we're, we're you know champ. tweeting tweeting and texting about it in real time. It was like, okay, he forfeited. Wait, no, he didn't. Wait, now, yeah, there's no champion. Wait, well, Jericho said he did, yeah. Jericho said he did, and now there's an interim champion, and then there's going to be a tournament, and anyway. So, I mean, either way, we're getting an interim champion. Punk will get his shot. Um, any any other thoughts before we close up the live show? Uh, Phil, stop jumping into the fucking crowd. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, that's... I'm sorry. If we're, if we're going to call Tony out for his thought process on, on booking this thing, I'm calling Phil out for the reason why he got fucking hurt. I get it. You're excited. I get it. It's fun and games. But you just fucking ate it, and you just cost yourself a world title run, basically, because of it. Yeah. Can we stop? Yeah, there's... Be a great professional wrestler. I don't need you swan diving. I mean, here's like the deal. There, there's, a, there's a difference between being, um, you know, in the ringside area and leaning into the crowd while your feet are on the floor. It's another thing leaping from, like, one stage over a gap into a crowd into a barricade <laughs> it just what, what not the best choice not the best choice phil um but yeah let's uh let's close up here mike 
Uh, why don't you tell everybody where they can uh, catch you and listen to all the stuff that you do? Uh, you can find me uh, on the Take Three Wrestling podcast. Uh, that's at Take the Number Three Wrestling. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at They Call Me Burn. You can see Joe Lopez right here who just hopped in from work. Uh, fun show tonight, no toolbox, but we got Jim filling in, so it should be fun. Uh, that drops on the Earnestly Speaking Podcast Network every Friday. Um, if you like listening to me talk about baseball, I do a baseball podcast about the league I'm in down here. But not a lot of you are from South Florida, so I don't expect you to listen. You can find that at Sunny Days and Double Plays. Uh, other than that, man, uh, just happy to be a part of the uh, 3CT crew for a couple of uh, couple minutes here. Uh, love hang- coming out with you guys. Uh, other than that, uh, let's rage. All right, Tim, how about you? <laughs> Uh, as always, not the tool man across all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, if you care. Uh, catch me at T&M Shows on Twitter to see me uh, do my thing on Final Wrestling Place, on Viewer's Choice. Uh, so much fun stuff. Love somebody, love one another. Big Jim, take us home. Yeah, you can follow me at Big Jim Sports, but most importantly, make sure you're following the show at 3 Count Thursday, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, you can head over to 3 countthursdaycom You can get our merchandise over at tpublic.com uh, our patreon patreon.com slash three count thursday uh content bonus content starts at just uh two dollars per month uh make sure you subscribe on all podcast platforms doesn't matter if it's apple podcast amazon uh spotify everywhere in between if you can find one that we're not on uh let us know we'll make sure we get it on there uh as well subscribe to the youtube um Make sure you subscribe because we drop a podcast every Tuesday where we uh, talk about some more like evergreen topics, things that don't necessarily uh, have an expiration date. Uh, we may kind of be breaking that rule a little bit uh, this coming Tuesday, but uh, you can check that out when you uh, subscribe and listen. Um, and make sure you rate and review on Apple Podcasts until next Thursday when we are live. Uh, we hope you have a great week and stay safe, stay smart, and go for the pins.